Welcome back to Oversharing. It's Tawny. And this is Maria. My mom's here, and we have our very first guest. My friend Gina is Hello. here. Hi. Hi. She got the applause. <laughs> when you bring your own applause, you always have an applause. Yes. <laughs> That's the way to do it. Way to go. What an opening, Gina. Thank you. Thank you so much. Welcome, welcome. I'm really excited. Yes. So we met at the Olive Garden, which is where I've met most of the people in my life. Yeah. Um, we were just talking about it before we started recording. I didn't realize you started working there four years after me, though. So that makes me feel <laughs> a lot older than I already felt no. <laughs> in comparison to all you girls. But the best part is I worked with your mom there. I know. For years before you started. And that was like my girl. Yeah. So. Mama Gail. Everybody loves her. <laughs> and it was like having a mom at work. And yeah. her and my mom were in such different situations because your mom's married and she had you a little bit older where my mom was 19 yeah you know so I would go to Gail and she would kind of help level me out and she would be like yeah I can see why you guys are beefing but like here's the mom side yeah you know thank you Gail (laughs) (laughs) thank you and and Gail's been thank you in person (laughs) thank you (laughs) and Gail's been very understanding with you Gina oh yeah she has been a saint let's just say that and you're an only child yes so what's that like so (laughs) all right we're gonna get deep here for a second okay um so basically like i my okay i was raised with my cousin okay my whole life so my parents like legally adopted her oh okay so you it's don't feel a little messed up, but I still consider myself an only child because we really didn't have that bond or connection. Okay, I get that though. So, so you yeah. technically have like someone who feels like so you have like a half sibling. Yeah. <laughs> so was somebody else in the house when you were growing up? What's the age difference? So she came into my life when I was two years old, and she was six. Okay. Oh, she okay. So she's older than you. Yes. So that I understand. If she was yes. younger, you'd probably have a different kind of bond. Yes. Got it. So I was just like the younger, annoying little sister. <laughs> Even I though always... you were an only child, you felt like you took on that role. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I always like stole her clothes or stole her makeup. Like. Yeah. I was just annoying. <laughs> I'm sure that's the way my siblings feel about. I'm the youngest of six. Oh wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm technically the oldest of four. I have, like, an older stepsister as well. But I was only raised with yeah. one of my siblings. Oh, wow. So, yeah. But I being the older one of him was tough. <laughs> the older of our two. Yeah. Tough. <laughs> so you also just graduated. Yes. You don't have to tell us where you're working, but, tell, like, what's... Okay. If you don't I want to. I have two jobs. I work at a nursing home full-time, and then I work per diem at a rehab. Okay, nice. and you graduated for occupational therapy, right? Yes. And what is it that made you go that way? Did you always know that's what you wanted to do? No. So for years, I was working at Olive yes. Garden. Yes, weren't we all? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, there was a time when the money oh. was so good yeah. that doing anything else just seemed silly because yeah. it was fun to be there and everybody was so cool. We were all so close. We were making money, just so hanging money. out. All you the bars. The so many connections. I know that you did too. Oh, you guys yeah. had a lot of parties too. Because I went to a lot of them. Oh, a lot yeah. of parties, yeah. yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. still, like, there's still so many close groups, like, from yeah. Olive Garden. It's pretty interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So, so, you work in Olive Garden I worked with the rest of us. I worked at Olive for, like, ten years. <laughs> like, I'm disturbed. But, um, at that ten-year mark, I was kind of like, what the hell am I doing with my life? Yeah. Like, all my friends are getting married, getting engaged, buying houses. And it's like, this story's so random, but... I went to this woman who I always go to for massages. Okay. She's like a close family friend. And we were just talking, and she's like, why don't you take a career test? I'm like, that's kind of weird, but whatever. What do I have to lose <laughs> What else this do point? I have to do? Yeah. Yeah. And I took it, and occupational therapy came up. I'm like, wait, what? And then I researched, and I'm like, wait, this is everything I could want in a job. Wow. 
So it kind of just snowballed from there. That's the awesome. test worked. And then you just immediately started school and so, um, I applied in. to Philly U. I got accepted. And awesome. then Jefferson bought it. So it was Jefferson. And then I pushed through. And then here we are. <laughs> That's amazing. Awesome. Congratulations. I do. <laughs> and thank you. Yeah. yeah, I do love it. Well, you have a very important job. Thank you. Yeah. Tell me more. Like, I know what occupational therapy is, but kind of yeah. explain it a little bit more. Okay. So, basically, as an occupational therapist, you can work in so many different fields. Like, okay. you can work with children that have special needs. Got it. You can work with um, the geriatric population, you know, people in nursing homes that have dementia or strokes or amputations. Wow. Um, you can work with adolescent teenagers that have behavioral health issues or mental health illness. You could work at a jail helping, you know. Oh, my gosh. Criminals, yeah. you know, still get through their transition and help them in any way. And so when I work at my nursing home, I basically help all of my patients with, like, everyday tasks. Like, getting dressed in the morning. Right. Brushing their teeth. Um, going to the bathroom. Showering. Stuff like that. Wow. So they can try to be as independent as possible to be able to do it on their own. Do you remember when I had a work injury and I had to go in and go to therapy every, yeah. every day? Oh, yeah. And that's what I did. And they basically would show me how to squat down to get the laundry out of the dryer. Yeah. Right. right. How to, how to safely yeah. and properly all do proper all of your mechanics. as Because I was a parent, but that's I was really also an employee. That's really important and, stuff. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's, that's why important. I know how important you guys are. <laughs> that must you. feel really fulfilling. It is. Yeah. It is. That's because, pretty interesting. You know, sometimes just in general, like I take life for granted or I might not appreciate things. And the simplest thing for them is like, the greatest thing ever like me being able to help someone brush their teeth is like you would have thought I gave them a million dollars that's so sweet I know (laughs) and then like because of COVID they've been confined in this building yeah so it's been a little bit nicer out recently this week so I would take them outside for a few minutes just to get some sunlight so happy so appreciative Wow. That's so sweet. And it's like little things like that that we are able to... That we don't think about. Yeah. Because we do them yes. all day long. Right. So it really just puts things into perspective. That's awesome. It is. I've worked with children for so long, but something about working with older people, I don't know that I could do it. Like, I give so many props. It's my, crazy. My grandmother used to work my nerves, so... Yeah. Especially <laughs> people are in pain. Yeah. Exactly, yes. And <laughs> when you scared. don't know mm-hmm. people's limits, but you want to be encouraging, yes. like, I think I would struggle with that. Because I do as, struggle. As soon as they gave me pushback, I'd be like, okay, you're right. <laughs> yeah. So you have to, like, find that balance, I guess. Yeah. But learning what each person's capabilities are. Yes. And then help them to reach that. But also... Not everybody will work to their potential because my mother was so resistant yes. when she was in, you know, um, in therapy, but she was an inpatient. Yeah. Y- you know what I mean? And we remember her calling and saying mm. that the therapist was mean to her. And we knew that was not happening. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But it 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 m- must be very challenging. It is. Absolutely. completely resistant. Or I don't know that my mom was truly resistant. I think she was I think afraid. it was more fear. Yes. It was more fear of falling, more not yes. having that, you know, that, that, uh, I don't, I can't think of the word. Like the security, That's the confidence. Yes. Yeah. Confidence. Yeah. Yeah. Do it on your to own. Stand, yeah. You know what I mean? And her knees just gave her so many issues. Mm. So that is scary though. Imagine like being able to do something your whole life. And then all of a sudden it's like, no, nah, yeah. not mm-hmm. anymore. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And you don't, ever think that's gonna happen no (laughs) you don't plan for it well i am i'm trying to plan for (laughs) everything on the first oh yeah like setting up your house yeah 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 yeah. to make everything handicap accessible Mm. just like when you get to that stage just Just in case well like we watched what my grandmother went through and how difficult it was for her to find somewhere to live that she could you know access everything in the apartment and it all be one floor and it was tough and then Mm -hmm. when you consider um 
like who takes on the role of taking care of the older person and not everybody can afford to put them in a good home and then homes can be sketchy like there's they yeah. have a bad rep so it's oh yeah like what it's like a such a huge phase of life that people don't think about or plan for no. and then all of a sudden you have it just ha- it's like an extra person to take care of it yeah. was a struggle and, and it is challenging it was, even yeah. though you have five siblings like even splitting up the tasks because mm-hmm. her knees were so bad and you guys all have different approaches that's what is so great about your job like at least if they're coming back to you consistently Mm -hmm. you both know what to expect yeah you know when you're dealing with someone different all the time it makes your healing harder Mm -hmm. because you have to like re yeah open yourself up it's hard because i have some patients that like they're so confused and they're so i don't know the right word they're so they're declining a lot, let's just say, in a nice way. And for me, like, just get them out of bed and get them dressed. They're, like, looking at me like, why are you doing this to me? Yeah. I want to lay in bed. Yeah. You're I'm forcing so me. And I yeah. said, I'm like, hon, you're going to get a bed sore. Mm-hmm. Like, we got to get you out of bed. You can't lay in bed all day. And it's, it's funny how, like, life happens because I'm actually dealing with this situation right now with my grandpa. He's declining. And you guys are so close. Yeah. And I'm like on him, how I'm on with my with patients. patients. And we're, we've been butting heads a little bit. Yikes. He's getting really frustrated with me. Yeah. Because I'm like, what did you eat today? Are you drinking your fluids? Like, that's just on. how I am. I can't, like, I, that's just how I'm wired. Mm-hmm. I'm just an A type personality. I'm like, very like, let's get this done. Like, I'm on my yeah. mom too about everything. And he's just like, leave me the hell alone. I'm fine. <laughs> I'm like, so it's hard. So. Yeah, that has to be really definitely tricky. Definitely yeah. challenging. <laughs> when you're trying to help someone and they're not open to receiving help. Girl. It's the most frustrating thing in life. Especially when you love them. Girl. Yes. Yes. And, you, and you're like. There's like a saying I've seen that I love, and it's like the hardest thing is watching someone drown and then not being able to convince them that they can yes. save themselves by just standing St- up. Just stand up. Like, right. wow. <laughs> isn't that crazy? Yeah. Yeah. And oh, that's so true. I love that for you. I'm really excited for you. I'm Thank glad you. that you found your thing. I love that you found it like through a career test. I feel like that's very on brand for you. Yeah. Like to just randomly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> such an air sign thing like they just wander <laughs> into something yeah that's crazy it really your is. whole life i thought you wanted to be a waitress <laughs> like, i really you know i saw people leaving you were there i was like gina found it still trucking through you know oh my god <laughs> especially when they change the black shirt and they really spice things oh, up yeah, oh did. yeah now i walk in there i don't even know where anything is i'm like what is this place i haven't been there in I mean, it's been definitely years from now. Even I know. limit the amount of times I even go to Philly at this point, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's way different. Yeah, I've had some good meals there, some good times. Good times, absolutely good times. Good times. I've met so many great people there. Yeah, I met you there. I met you there. Yeah. I learned. I learned so much there. Honestly, yeah. like I couldn't. And like she's asked me before because I was supposed to go to college obviously I had other plans and then I got my job at Olive Garden and I decided not to go to Temple and I was like yeah I'm just gonna do this for a while and she's asked me she's like do you wish you would have you know done this or gone away and I'm like not really because like how how do you get here without all that stuff exactly for one I'm like and the friends that I've made it's crazy like the connections Mm -hmm. so yeah. And here we are. Here and we here are. we are. I have very fond <laughs> memories of Olive Garden. Well, even like when we went to Jill's wedding in October, yeah. just like the camaraderie, like it's immediate. It just comes back. Yeah. I'm like, I haven't like seen. Like we never left. Like we never left. I'm like, I haven't seen these people, some of them in years. Yeah. And as soon as we're all together at one table, it's just. Yeah. Easy peasy. It's and no one's so going to the breadsticks. <laughs> No one's going to mention Olive Garden breadsticks. Olive Garden breadsticks. With the Alfredo? Come on. Girl. That was when that I miss. That was when I was at my heavy. Cheese, you want cheese? I don't you miss want that. Cheese. Just grating cheese. Yeah. We had Kelly Kelly Ann McMonagle was on uh the What's Up Ladies podcast oh, and we okay. were talking about Olive Garden like all the like little pranks we would play on each other yeah. and just like fighting with the managers oh and Oh my god. Oh my gosh. And just being on the boulevard, like some of the stuff we'd encounter. 
Yeah. Going over to Red Lobster and like trading them bread for biscuits. Just so much fun that stuff. That I think is hysterical. <laughs> it's great. Because you get bored of eating your own shit. And yeah. they're bored of eating the cheesy bread. I don't know how, but. They, I do like those biscuits. They are really good. They're well, so like, I'm good. I'm a carb girl. Me I didn't too. know anyone. Italian. Yeah. We're Italian I'm all around. Carb girl. So. Yeah. Hence the love for Olive Garden. It just comes full circle when you hear your family. It really does. <laughs> So are you like, is this a nine to five? I mean, how does this work for you? So basically it's Monday through Friday. It's pretty much nine to five. And then I have to work like one week in a month okay, yeah. when they need me. And then at the rehab job, I'm per diem. So they'll call me like, let's just say right now, Hey, I need you tomorrow. All right. Yeah. Why I'm not? there. Yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of like my life's kind of just like all over the place, but because it's not consistent the per diem but it's kind of exciting because i never know what's, what's going to happen day to day yeah, yeah. Um, get a change yeah and sometimes i remember working on you know a cardiac unit yeah and sometimes you just need to see a different patient yes. each day <laughs> yes. just throw i agree a cup of water at yourself this is what happened yesterday <laughs> is it ice cold <laughs> and then you yeah. i did a she did a spill yesterday oh no <laughs> Is it so cold? Oh, it is. <laughs> the nipples will give it away every time. Every single time. Instant. <laughs> so your schedule's all over the place. Yeah. But you're like, vibing with what you're doing. What, what, uh, what your mom just said, like, literally at my full-time job, sometimes I feel really burnt out <laughs> because it's the so, same, same repetitive, thing. same interventions i'm doing so when i go to the inpatient place it's like it's exciting because i'm treating different um patients with switching different it diagnoses up a little bit yeah. and doing more interactive activities with them yeah so it's fun that's really yeah. cool keeps it exciting i'm so excited for you i love when people find their thing because it's fucking hard it's hard did you have a point like i know i did did you have a point where you were in your well, you're still in your late 20s Honey. Aren't you? No. How we? Really? I'm 30. Oh my, oh god. my god. So you just turned 30. Yeah. Oh my god. I feel so Happy old. birthday. No. <laughs> I imagine all of you girls, like the whole gang. I'm like, oh, they're like 24 still. No. They're just little babies. And most of them have kids now, so I'm, that's yeah. a weird thing to keep in my head. But yeah. <laughs> did you have a point though where you were like, fuck, everyone else is going to figure it out and I'm not. Like, I'm going to be the only one. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah we, I, you and I have so much in common. We really do. And it's funny. It, it is. We have so much in common yeah. and it, it is. It's so funny because we've never been, like, we're close enough to where we, we keep up with how funny it is how much we have in common. Oh, yeah. But never to where we're, like, riding the waves with each other, like, yes. in life. Do you know what I mean? But. I do have to say, though, she's a little more wild. Well, she was a little more wild. A hundred percent. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely yeah. a different... You know what? Because yeah. you're much more outgoing than I am. Like, if I know everybody, I'm cool. But I yeah. feel like you could walk into a room of randoms and start shaking your ass and you'd be good. <laughs> I feel. Yeah. And me, it would take me a little bit. But you know what's funny? Like, I'm really, like, a shy person. Mm. Okay. So, it's crazy that you see this one side of me right. and I have this other side. It takes me a while to like let my guard down and like feel comfortable around Yeah, someone. I get that. Compl- but I've never known you without also knowing you with your mom. Do you know what I mean? So that probably made it so much easier for you to be yourself yes. at Olive Garden because your mom's there. So yeah. how do you fake it? You know? Like <laughs> yeah. how do you put on a work personality? Yeah. She would call you out in a minute. She would. She'd be like, who, who the you? fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> who are you? That's so funny. That's definitely one of the things we have in common. Like you and your mom are so tight. Yeah. How do you guys, was there ever a time when you just weren't? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. I, I say for us, I think I said on the last episode, like my late teens, like to mid twenties, it was bad. It was bad. I'm like, we're going to be one of those mother daughters who don't talk to each other. The challenge is real. Wow. <laughs> and we always got over it. We always got through well, it. Well, look at you but, guys now. Yeah. I know. Podcasting and shit. But yeah. yeah. What do Life you. Life happened. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't yeah. it always what do you think's like the biggest struggle though maintaining the relationship with your mom um, i would say hmm that's a really good question <laughs> well first i would say to go back back in high school we did not get along we okay. hated each other okay. because i was drinking i was partying yeah. i was doing whatever the hell i wanted being a badass 
and she was trying to put me in check and it was just like I just didn't care. Yeah. But I don't really think it's hard to maintain a relationship with okay. us. I just think she respects me. I respect her. We have um, a good communication. That's the key. We're just so close. I don't know. I don't really have anything yeah. that's challenging. That's awesome. That seems very healthy. Yeah. Yeah. She's very... Like, Gail is very open-minded. Yes. She really is. Like, she's yes. able, she has always seemed to be able to, like, take a step back and see the whole situation before yeah. responding. So I imagine that probably helped her a lot mm-hmm. in managing those harder years. Oh, yeah. 100%. Because <laughs> sometimes I'm just, like, I'm so emotional, and I think emotionally and make, like, rash decisions instead okay. of just thinking logically. And she's just, like, Gina, like... Reel Calm it in. the hell down. <laughs> think about it from this perspective and just relax. Give like it a minute. She always puts me in check. Slow yeah. Your roll. Yeah. Yeah. We definitely, Marie and I do that for each other as well. <laughs> <laughs> and it's crazy. It's such a weird thing because we're just constantly changing so much. Yeah. You know, that sometimes I look at our relationship, as I'm sure you do with Gail, and I'm just like, I don't even know how we got here. Like, we've always been good, but it's it's strange to think. Yeah. We made it through so much bullshit. Yeah. Like, I couldn't imagine being anywhere else. Like, I truly couldn't. I know. Like, yeah. I mean, that's just the place I've gotten to in life. I don't yeah. know if it was the pandemic or what else, but I'm like, just is what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> Honestly. You yeah. got to work with what you got. Yeah. <laughs> and then, so... The other thing that I think we definitely have in common. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think I know where this is where this is going. <laughs> I can't even say our tasted men. Is it our lack of... T- I don't, what happens here? Like, we both love a good challenge, a good mystery. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it's a combination of a couple different areas. Hit me. I think... The biggest thing is, me and you, uh-huh. I could say, are just such loving people that, like, love so hard and just yes. love love. And we want it so bad that yeah. we look past so many red flags <laughs> and think, oh, it'll get better. Oh, it's oh, not that bad. Of course oh, it'll get better. <laughs> it'll change. And then you're like, what What am I doing? What am I doing? And then Girl. shit hits the fan real quick. But I think the other issue is that this generation with the dating apps and how there's so many options and choices for men. The next best thing could be around the corner. Yeah. No one wants to commit. If I swipe correctly for it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, she's hot. I bet I can get hotter. Yep. Mm -hmm. And they just, all they care about is finding the next best thing. They don't want to commit. They're set in their ways. And it's like, you know what? I have been hurt so many times, but I still believe in love, and I still think that one day I'm going to find my happiness, but I'm not going to settle. And I think every single relationship that I have been in... You overlooked something. Yes. And did you ever hear that saying, like, if you don't listen to God the first time... It's the same situation's going to keep happening. I am a total believer. I preach this to everyone. I'm like, if you find yourself in repetitive situations, like the universe, that's the universe working for you. That's God, whatever it is that you choose to label it, believe in. Like that's what's happening. Like the universe is like, bitch, you ain't ready. Like this is why I'm not giving you anything better because you're doing the same shit over and over and over again. My close friend Mary kept telling me that, and I'm like. I just wasn't registering it. No, because you literally it's like anything else. Until you're ready, yeah. you don't you're not ready. Why would why would the universe present you with something better if you're not ready to You're just gonna yes. fuck it up. You're just gonna yes. fuck it up. Yeah. I mm. kept finding That's huge. the same characteristics in different bodies mm-hmm. of commitment issues. Um, emotionally unavailable. Emotionally unavailable. <laughs> baggage. Mm. Unhealed trauma. And I'm the... Financially confused. Yes. Can't forget that. Still talking to their exes. Oh Still my talking gosh. to their exes. Yes. Disappearing for days at a time and then yeah. calling it fucking whatever. I don't know. Or struggling with mental health or mm-hmm. struggling with drug addiction. Yes. And I love to save people. I love to help people. And I lost myself all those years that yeah. I can never go back. Yep. When I was just at Olive Garden, like, feeling lost kept dating loser after loser and now finally 
yes, I'm single, but guess what? I'm not talking to anyone. I deleted every single dating app. No one's treating you badly. And I'm so No one's making you feel shitty about yourself. Like, I don't need anyone. Nope. And when it happens... And if it happens, happens. great. And we had... It's so funny because we were at a wedding together in October and that's what we said. Like, we were all joking around about being single and I said to you, I'm like, let it go. I'm like, you're not even going to care soon. Like, you're going to get to a place and if it flows in, it flows in. Yeah. And if it doesn't, I mean... I still struggle with that because I have one person in my life that I've been back and forth with, and that's the only person I'm interested in dating. Mm-hmm. So it's and, and but like if that's not it, then like I'm cool and just letting yeah the universe tell me what it is. Hundred because I'm done feeling yucky. No, like I'm done. You know, I'm done like making up excuses for why begging they... for the bare minimum. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> for what? Why am I begging someone to take me out to dinner when to... I can do that myself? True. Why am I begging you financially when I have my own money? I literally don't need you for shit. No. You probably were putting up all the money and stuff anyway. I was. You know, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was. This past July, my, around my birthday, I ended up going away for like, was it four or five days? I went away by myself. And I wasn't going to because uh-huh. I was like, I don't need to spend this money because yeah. I went to like a Hilton in North Jersey. Like I did it up. Yeah. And I'm like, I really shouldn't be spending this money. And then I was like, you know what? All the times that I've spent money on somebody's fucking dusty yes. ass son, do you know what I mean? Without even thinking about mm-hmm. it, because I love them so much. <laughs> <laughs> Act like they weren't. Because yeah. I love them so much. I'm like, I'm doing this shit for myself. And 100%. I did. I went and I drank champagne and got high and ate pasta. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, washed whatever the fuck I wanted. Just do whatever I wanted. Like, mm-hmm. and I, it was amazing. <laughs> I bet that it was sounds amazing. awesome. Yeah, but I was like, "Why do we do that? Like, we'll give and give and give to other people." But then when it comes to us, we feel guilty. We feel guilty. It's bizarre. Or we put like a, a limit on it. Yeah. Like the fact that I was like, "Oh, that's too expensive," but when I was dating someone who didn't give a shit, yeah, I had no problem spending three hundred dollars on a weekend away. I'm like, "Oh yeah, we're gonna go away. It's gonna be so romantic." And in reality, he fucking disappears, yeah. and I'm in a hotel by myself. Oh right? my god. <laughs> This is how you start putting yourself first, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's a process. Spending yourself, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I can definitely say, I don't know if you'll agree with this, Gina, Mm -hmm. but my mom always told me that she's like, don't have kids, don't get engaged, like, don't do any of it until after 30. And she's like, that's not me, like, trying to postpone your life. She's like, I'm just letting you know that once you turn 30, everything you think you know, everything you feel is going to change. She's like, and you're going to start caring less about what other people think. And you're going to start really understanding your body and really loving it. And you're going to be able to communicate better. Like, Mm -hmm. and I'm glad that I followed that advice Absolutely, because I'm such a different person now than I was in my twenties. Like what a shit, like I nannied and that was great. But like the idea, if I would have been a parent, through all of that gross shit that I was going through. No. And, like, can you imagine tolerating one of those shitty relationships with a kid in tow? No. Oh. How about two? <laughs> <laughs> At 30, I already had almost a 10-year-old. Wow. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And a 7-year-old, Taz, mania, devil. <laughs> <laughs> Taz, mania, devil, for real. He was fast. He was fast. <laughs> so fast. <laughs> what do you think is one of the, like craziest blatant red flags you've completely overlooked oh that's really good um <laughs> wedding ring <laughs> no, I'm, just <laughs> I'm just joking no we both have way too much anxiety to help someone cheat yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> i'd be paranoid all the time <laughs> i think the biggest red flag it's a long list but something that's just popping in my head right now is um, I was dating someone and you know, how, like someone says something and you're like, maybe they're just unsure. Like maybe they're not really like, yeah, maybe they're joking on it, and maybe they'll change their mind. Uh-huh. So from the start, I was dating this guy and he was strongly felt some type of way about a certain religion. He okay. didn't believe in God. Okay. And I'm very Catholic, born and raised Catholic. You know, that's just how I'm wired. And whatever. Long story short, it didn't end up working out. But in the end, the conversation that was like the nail in the coffin was him saying, yeah, like, I don't believe in God. And like, I'll never get married in a church. And I was like, 
wait a minute, like, hold up, hold up. And then he just started saying more and more things that I didn't agree with. And I finally was like, I don't agree with that. Like, I want to get married in church. I want to get my kids christened. Like, I have all these desires and dreams. Right. What I want for my life. What you would like it to look like. He's like, well, I don't want that. And then it was just kind of like, he didn't agree with my feelings. And I didn't agree with his feelings. But the sick... Part of me is I was still willing to look past it. How long had you guys been in your relationship when you had this conversation? We were in a situationship. We were never oh, official. But we were... Let me pull out my diary. Consistently <laughs> hanging out, dating, sleeping Living over, together, yeah. going on fun, cool dates. Wait a minute. Did you say situationship? Yes. Yeah. That's brilliant. Uh-huh. I have been in a were situationship. <laughs> My whole life. I didn't even know what it was called. Could you make me a sticker? In a situation <laughs> Hashtag situation Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and were you like public? Like you're posting on Instagram? I like... was posting him. He never posted me. Red flag. But he knew that you were posting him. Oh yeah. He was yeah. tagged. Mm-hmm. Like in mm-hmm. a photo. So like you got the notification. Yeah. Wow. So the moral of the story is. Basically, I have a long list of red flags, but I think the top five, if I could put it in a category, is if they're not posting you on social media. Huge, yeah. Red flag. If their values and dreams and desires don't match up to yours. Yeah, we're too old. It's only going to get worse. Yep. <laughs> if they are still hung up on their ex. Yes. Adios, amigo. Go to the therapy and go fix yourself. Because <laughs> I'm not the one that's going to fix you. If they're not financially stable, honey, I am not your sugar mama. No Go more, figure it out. No more dating guys who don't have cars and laces. No. <laughs> and the last one is, like, everyone has some sort of trauma. Yes. But I will never tolerate someone that has an issue, but they're not willing, willing to, to get help for it. Fair enough. That is very so fair. that's my top five. Oh, top six. I'm sorry. <laughs> someone that doesn't want marriage and kids... Okay, yeah. I just... You know, but it makes sense. Like, I saw something on Twitter or whatever it was recently, and it was like, stop trying to date people who don't want the same things that you do. Like, if you want kids, don't date someone who doesn't and try to change their mind. Like, if you want marriage, if you want to be fucking polyamorous, whatever the fuck it is, find that person (laughs) and stop trying to... 100%. Yeah, but, I mean, I think we're... Everything's so romanticized from the moment we're little... That you think it's supposed to look fairy ish and be a certain way yeah. and feel a certain way. And now that I'm in my 30s, I'm like, I just want somebody who's, like, reliable. And, like, yes. their moods are fucking reliable. Oh, That's my God. Do you know what I mean? Like, I want you to treat me the same way on Monday morning as you're treating me at Saturday yeah. at 3 a.m. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, Not walking on eggshells. Yeah. I don't want the ups and downs. Like, yeah. just, just make a decision. And that's, like, the hardest thing, I think, with dating right now is... I don't want to say it's just the men. I'm sure men go through this with women, too. Like, the men who are ready. But, again, they're choosing the women who aren't. That's always seems to yeah, be the way. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But, like, it's... To uh, add to that, I think consistency... Huge. ...is a huge red flag as well, now that I'm thinking of it. Inconsistency. Incon- yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yes. Inconsistency. Yes. That is a huge one. Mm-hmm. In the beginning... They're everything you could want. They're saying all these words of affirmation to get you, you know, hung up. Well, they present their best self first. And they're going to give that to you for a small amount of time to reel you in. Mm -hmm. Once you're in, they're just going to show their worst side. And then you decide whether or not you're going to stay. I mean, I stayed for what? A lot of years on and off. (laughs) A couple kids, yeah. And now... At at fifty three, I I want somebody who's not going to post me on, on social media. <laughs> yeah. you know I mean, like you're the things you are looking for yes. don't want. You know, yeah. what I mean? is is the opposite of yeah. that. <laughs> That's funny. That is funny. It's yeah. dating's just so hard these days. I think everyone's so jaded. Nobody really knows what they want. Everybody yeah. thinks, like, they're supposed to want something. And yes. then most people are afraid to just be true to what... It's a mess. Mm-hmm. Some a people, mess. like, some men that I have dated, had a situation with, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> like, I literally would say to them at the end, 
I think you're just meant to be alone. <laughs> and I think you should just like accept that and stop hurting all these women. Right. Because you are not ready. Right. And you think you're ready and you're not. Just be alone and say alone. When I when I was dating, yeah. one of the big um, things I would see, and it was a red flag, and I did catch on to mm-hmm. it, was you'd be out to dinner, and the only thing they could think of to talk about is what a bitch, or, you know, how, how about awful their ex? their ex is. And I'm thinking, <gasps> hmm. I'm an ex. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So if you're just going to sit here, and we're going to spend the time... That you know, yeah. we have getting to know bashing each other. your ex. Yeah. yeah, what are you gonna say about me when you get up and leave? Mm-hmm. So that was that was just like, eh. It's so you know. hard too because there are people who are just careless. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Or, and they're not really interested in dating, but they pretend to be interested in dating. But then there's people who are just like sick fucks. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, I, my ex was a legit narcissist and not like overusing the word. Do you know what I mean? Like he was abusive and he, there was like levels to this shit. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like, I was in it for years, but that's what's scary. Like now that I've done that, like anything that might resemble that in a little way, I'm like, okay, is this person out of their fucking mind? Or is this the kind of stuff that people work through? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like that's like the limbo that I kind yeah, of find what do you myself accept? in. Right. Right. Or what's not unacceptable. And that's when I feel like you have to lean into your gut and just figure out what feels good and what doesn't. And then when it stops feeling good... She actually had to help me work through some of that because uh, a PTSD sign for me would be on a date and a guy be on his third drink while we're... You know, we haven't even gotten our appetizers yet. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then I'd be like, okay, so now I clam up because me... Once somebody's on their third drink, what I lived was, it's going all night. You know what I mean? And I would come home and talk to her, and she's like, you know, but somebody who has three or four drinks at dinner may not look the same as what you were getting in the past. Right. Or they might just have a couple drinks on a date because they're nervous, but that doesn't mean that they're drinking Monday through Friday. So it's hard. Yeah, because I was judging them, basically. And and I literally would shut down, and she'd be like, and the date ended, I'm like, y'all, you know, because I, I... it was hard and you get it you know what I yeah mean? yeah that's a valid point yeah it is it's hard to figure out like what's what and I mean and that's what makes it so tricky because yeah. it's easy like when you see a lot of relationships around you whether they're good or bad it's easy to be like oh they went through x y and z yeah so I can do that you know there's people who deal with cheating there's people who deal with drugs there's people who get through shit yeah. like that so it's hard when you do really love someone, you're like, oh, I could have that success story. Do you yes. know what I mean? Like, we both have someone very close to us who dealt with that, someone who was really deep in their addiction, and they wrote it out, and yep. they did mm-hmm. they did what they felt was best, and yeah. they, they got the outcome they that, got they, their happy that they knew they were going to get. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And, and, and they both worked really, really hard at it. They yes. really worked hard at it. Yes. And I've had conversations <laughs> with both of them, you know, when I was dealing with yeah. my ex who was an addict, and... And they could see it. They're like, he's not going to do this. But it's hard when you see, like, but why? Like, Mm -hmm. if you guys figured it out. Yeah, why can't Why can't I? Like, you know, so it's hard, but it's different Mm -hmm. for everyone, for sure. And you got to put in the work. Mm -hmm. On both sides. You can't be the only one working. No. And and, and I learned. But for people like us. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I can just, if I just love you a little bit more. better. Like, you cannot yeah, like why wouldn't you better. want all this love, though? I know. <laughs> you would think. That's what makes it tough. And then, like, so your parents have been married mm-hmm. your whole life, I yeah. would imagine. Yeah. How long have they actually been together? 35 years. Wow. So that's what I'm used to and I look up to. And then it's frustrating when you can't find it. <laughs> right. But you know what else is, like, one of the worst things, I think? If you're dating a guy for years and you get through all this shit together and you're building him up, building him up, you just break up all the things that you wanted, he's given to someone else. Ugh. Like you just built him up so he could be better for the for next someone girl. else. And that, then he proposes to her and you're oh. like, I've been waiting all those years and now you just propose. It's but so, you know what? It wasn't, wasn't your person. Right guy yeah. For you. yeah. It's so and, funny. And it's so hard to accept that, but it's real. It's true. Yeah. And it's funny you say that because that truly is like my biggest fear. Like I've been in situations where I'm like in a panic where I'm like, I'll stay with this person even though they're terrible because I'm too afraid that they're going to do the right things yes. for the next person. It's going to break my heart. But it's 
has yet to happen to me. That's Same. what I felt. It has <laughs> yet to fucking happen yeah. to me. Like, mm-hmm. my first, like, I only have a couple that I would even consider, like, use the term ex. And the first one, like, looking back now, I'm so glad we're not together. Yeah. And he's in a relationship where he seems to be really happy, but yeah. I'm pumped for them. And then as soon as, like, my ex-boyfriend, who was, like, really abusive, he's doing the same shit. And I know mm. he's doing the same shit because he still tries to contact me. And he mm. still tries to contact other exes. Do you know what mm. I mean? So it's like... I have yet to lose someone and then them go do yeah. all the things for the next person. But it is my that biggest fear. feared that they were going to do. Yes. Of course. Because you you internalize it like it's a flaw in you. Like, mm-hmm. like what's wrong with me? Yeah. Why am I not good enough? Exactly. Like, why am I not... What am I not doing to make you want me yeah. to be your person? And, like, I realize different now. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, I see it differently now. But going through it that's what it was right it, it is it's such a self-worth thing it yeah is. but when people tell you that it's hard to accept absolutely and yeah. it's hard and it's, i don't know about you you have a lot of friends who are married yeah have kids have been in long-term relationships yeah and i would imagine there's some of those relationships that aren't great but they make them out to be great you know mm-hmm. people work through their shit and it's probably really for me it was always really frustrating to have my friends giving me advice when i knew they were in shitty situations yeah and then i'm like since i'm the single one i'm the one who's getting it wrong clearly but i'm like looking at some of these relationships and i'm like calm the fuck on mm-hmm. and now yeah. you're tolerating all the things that you're telling me to love myself and be better mm-hmm. through Right? So true. That's my generation. So true. Yeah. Yeah. I can relate. Yeah. Yeah, That Mm -hmm. one's tough. And it's like, I'm supportive of all my friends' relationships. Yeah. But it's tricky. Sometimes the weight of being, like, the single one is so fucking heavy. It is. I've had events, like, I've had parties and stuff that I'm like, I'm not going tonight because I can't do it. I can't be the non-coupled, non-mothering one one Mm -hmm. more fucking time. Yeah. You know? I don't, I don't feel like that now, but, like, my late 20s, mm-hmm. it was, I'm like, I can't do this shit anymore. Yeah. And, like, it gets to a point where, like I said, you internalize it all, and you're like, what the fuck? So I'm going to be the only one mm-hmm. who doesn't figure this shit out. Mm-hmm. But now that I'm where I'm at. Yeah. I'm you glad I'm not with any of them. Exactly. 100%. Exactly. Yeah. And no I'm matter glad. how many events you went to alone. Oh, yeah. Because you probably would have left there upset. Or got into a fight at that event anyway with that person. Yeah. So yeah. look at what you say. Or they yourself. would have been embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Have you ever dated someone where you were just, every time you took them somewhere, you were terrified of what they were going to say? Yeah, all of my exes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Walking on eggshells. All the time. Yeah. Why do we do that? Yeah. Why do we do that? And each breakup got harder and harder. And... It took me up until, I'm going to be honest, like three months ago Okay. For, to really have like a epiphany and think, I am so happy that it didn't work out with any of them because I would not be where I am today. Yep. And I needed to lose them, as corny as it sounds, Selena Gomez, <laughs> to love me. Great song. Absolutely. And it's just so true because I wouldn't have went to school. I wouldn't have gotten through all this stuff with my mom. Yeah. Like, dealing with all of their bullshit when I had my own shit I had to worry about. And I just can't... And, like, it's just funny. Like, all of my exes, I don't know what they're up to. I don't really care. Right. But they, I know, still (laughs) have so much unhealed trauma that they're not ready to come to terms with. And I'm already working... Exactly. ...through that. So I'm a better person without them for many reasons. Absolutely. It's so true. But it takes a strong person to want to, like, do better for yourself. It's and hard. It's hard. It's, it's not hard. supposed to be easy. No, it's it's hard it's, it's hard to look at yourself and be like, yeah. these are the things that I do wrong. These yeah. are the things that I sabotage. This is the shitty stuff that I bring yeah. into a relationship. Like, it's fucking hard. These are the thoughts that I allow to screw up my dad. Yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, I have such bad anxiety. Me Obs- too. Obsessive thoughts was, like, one of my big things that I had to work through. Mm-hmm. I did go to therapy. A lot of people know, like, I smoke weed for my anxiety too it honestly truly helps me but mm-hmm. yeah i could i can fucking spiral <laughs> me too yeah. no it's bad yeah and I w- i've been doing really well and then this week was a tougher week for me like monday was it last friday and monday mm-hmm. i was like in the trenches mm-hmm. and it was like you know how when you haven't gone through it in a long time and then it hits you and then you're like fuck yeah i thought i was past this yeah 
and now I'm obsessing over all these things I can't change. And now I'm aware enough to know that I can't change them, but I can't yeah. stop the fucking... <laughs> I know. <laughs> but you got through it. You got through it. Yeah. And I have, like, different coping mechanisms now. Like, I don't know, but, like, affirmations really help for me. Yeah. Like, sometimes when I'll start spiraling in my head, I just repeat certain shit to myself and it can get me back or mm-hmm. at least distract me enough to get me through the next one, you know? I agree. But yeah. then, like, I had a really tough time Monday and then since then, it's, like, a whole new world. That's so, good. It is, but anxiety's fucked like that. It is. But I did you find like how much worse your anxiety was when you were in those bad oh yeah relationships? Yeah. yeah. Like I was at my worst. My worst ever. And at the time did you connect the two? Like did you realize that that's why you were at your mental worst? No. Right. Yeah. No, it took me a while after. Same. But in those moments where I'm getting verbally abused, mentally abused, gaslighted, Mm -hmm. told all of these horrible things, it took me therapy and a lot of time and a lot of healing to realize the things that they were saying to me, the energy they were projecting on me, that's how they feel about themselves. Yep. And that's something they need to deal with. And yep. I was just the poor victim that had to deal with it. You were the person whose that they, heart was soft enough that yeah. you were open to yeah. their their madness, truly. Absolutely. So And you just took it on. Oh, took, took it, it on. on. And took it on. Took it on. Because people like us, and I know we both, you know, were in relationships with people who struggled with addiction, like Yeah. You 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 want to carry it. Do you know what I mean? You're like, if you're struggling so much, if I carry some of that for you, I'm going to make your life better. Yes. And then you're eventually going to be like, oh, my God. Like, what? Yeah. What a, <laughs> They did so much for me, and that's not. But in reality, what happens is they're like, oh, you're going to do this for me? Oh, you might do this for me. Yeah. And if you'll do that, it's watch never ending. No, it's a bottomless a bottomless pit mm-hmm. until there's just nothing left. I've always said my ex, like he couldn't isolate me. And I'd imagine the same with you. Like it would be really hard to get you away from your parents, away from your friends, like to really. But you know what? It's funny you say that with the one, we'll say the one uh-huh. that had the drug addiction. He didn't want me to isolate. I was choosing to isolate, isolate yourself. That's fair. Because I've... I just wanted to be so available to available him. Available to him. Cause I was a nervous wreck. What if, what if I don't answer his call? He's going to die. Yeah. What if yesterday's the last time I'm going to see him? What if he hasn't eaten in days? I have to save him. And then. What if he's not strong enough to get in the shower? Yeah. What if he's fucking shitting himself? Cause he's withdrawn. Yeah. Like it's yeah. And yeah. then you get them help mm-hmm. and then they get sober and then they tell you, I don't love you anymore. Mm. I stopped loving you a year ago. Excuse then the f- what have I been doing this whole time helping you get sober? Excuse the fuck out of me. Get sober. But in my naive mind, I thought it's going to be our happy ending. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to get you sober. We're going to be a normal, healthy relationship. Right. Finally, I'm going to get to see what you're really yeah. like. Like and God then... gave me what I wanted, but not what I needed. It's... But he but was look leading at where me. you are now. Right? He was just leading me down the path. I know? imagine in that moment. I actually remember us talking about that before. Like yeah. You, the emotions you must have been feeling. Oh, it was horrible. But when you compare them now, do you know what I mean? Like, imagine yes. going back into that moment, and, yes. if, he, and if he would have, do you know you'd still be in that relationship? And like, 100%. does this person that you are now want to be with that person? No. Not even a little bit. No. Like, do you have moments where you're like, and and no offense I can to them just at all. Laugh about it. Yeah. Because it's like comical. no offense to them at all, but I look back and I'm like was I even attracted to? Yeah. Like, I remember sitting on dates being miserable. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, but... if I have to tell you to brush your teeth, like, we have a problem. <laughs> like, we have a problem. <laughs> Listen, it, I know. I know. It was so bad. Yeah. So bad. Like, I know. There were times where he would, my ex would just let his room go to shit. And I'm like, mm-hmm. why am I stepping over candy wrappers and ice cream cards? Like, what the fuck is oh. my life? Like, what am I doing? <laughs> Seriously. Yes. Like, what it's the crazy. hell? And he was mean and he would say mean shit. And like, I look back now and at the beginning, I'm like, he gave me all the clues. Do you know what I mean? Like, he yeah. really did. But he would say mean shit and then I'm like, oh, he's being funny or like he doesn't like you said they don't yeah. actually think that way and pfft, he thought all those fucking ways mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it's just crazy the things that we tolerate think we can tolerate and accept from people the things we do tolerate yeah. at some point yeah. you know 
but it's the growth and the ownership yeah. and yeah. You know what I mean, your your mom, yours is a little more interesting because when you met Daddy, you there was a huge red flag in the beginning, and you were trying to leave, and your mom talked you into staying she with him. Did, yeah, <gasps> really? yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, I just found myself in a situation that, you know, I didn't I didn't think was safe. Um, he was making some illegal money on the side. Yeah, and okay. I had found out about it and had a big conversation with him. And then, you know, he had given me the impression and, like, it looked as though he was, like, ending that right then. And when I went home, I had that conversation with my mom and she, like, shut that down. And, you know, you know, when I was dating mm-hmm. this man, I, I had a, a young child, you know, she was, like, one so I was afraid. I was afraid of with custody and everything. Yeah. And then, um, girl, mom sold do- dollar signs. My mom talked. She sold me legal out ass dollar signs, and she was like, "Girl." <laughs> and it, it spiraled from girl. There. It's the eighties. <laughs> and you know, with for for me, I don't know what those behaviors in your relationships. I mean, yours I do, right? But mine, you know, it would it would be good for a while, man. Yes. You know, what I mean, like like in the beginning, it was it was good for a while and and he presented everything I could ever want Mm -hmm. in a man including looks like he you know what I mean like and then you just fall into that and fall into that and then you find yourself letting that go and letting that go Mm -hmm. and letting that go you know and then you're giving out more money and it's just so much stuff that you're looking at it now and I'm thinking how did I not have any tools? Yeah, I know. How did I not have any tools to recognize that that was alcoholism? It, knowing that that was abuse. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know and what abuse, I mean? But, all of the, but I didn't realize yeah. that that consistent. And I grew up with an alcoholic. That's why you didn't know. Yeah, my father was an <laughs> alcoholic. You know what I mean? So, and I had no idea of what else mm. he was doing on the side. Almost, mm-hmm. almost as if I was naive, but I wonder how much I was just shutting out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I think inside. I was determined to make a fucking marriage work. Right. You know what I mean? Because my mother struggled so hard, you know, to hang on to Mm -hmm. a marriage. And I wanted to tell myself, I can do this. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't. (laughs) I tried. Not with the wrong person. Right. You couldn't. Do you know what I mean? But I'll tell you, that definitely does put a lot of fear, you know, in, in moving on. And I never... After my divorce or separation mm-hmm. from my husband, I've never lived with a man again. After right. That. So it's been how many years? A long time. Yeah. Wow. And it really is a trickle down too, because even though you did give me the advice to like wait till 30 to have children and, you know, be married, there was still this innate part of you that thinks you're supposed to be in a relationship. You're supposed to find love young. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to have your kids young. And I was always like, well, my person's going to come along early because everyone else is dead. In our family. In our did. family. And, and even I have... Um, my cousin has children who are in their early 20s. Like, that's how wow. old. Yeah. So they have been in serious relationships, and she would get upset, and she's like, why do they think that's going to be the person they're going to be with? And I'm like, they don't know any different. Like, yeah. look around. You guys are all with the person that you picked. Like, and whether it works or it doesn't, but mm-hmm. they're just seeing, like, this is what you're supposed to do. And then sometimes you you don't want to be the single person or you want to make the relationship work. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And you just stay. I definitely for didn't want to up be reasons. the single person. But because everyone had... makes it seem so important. Like the worst thing you can be yeah. is single. Like God forbid. Like, no, the worst thing you can be is in a shitty fucking marriage with someone who treats your kids badly. We <laughs> just had a girl's night. It might've been last week and a story came up mm-hmm. of my past, you know, mm-hmm. with, with my ex-husband mm-hmm. and, it 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 was a realization of how far back I was dealing with it and how awful it actually was because she reminded me that I was pregnant. Like, I was full-on pregnant mm. trying to play a game and I was being just belittled. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. you know, and called names. And, and I, you know, had that baby and placed it in his arms. And, you know what I mean? And, yeah. And as you look back now, you're like, are you fucking kidding me. I know. Like, I know. But in that moment, there was probably never a point where you were like, oh, me fucking seven months pregnant in this relationship. I already yeah. have another child. I can just leave because he's mean to me. Do you know what I mean? Like that thought probably well, never. Yeah, you can't. You can't mm-hmm. just leave. You can't just leave. Yeah. You need a plan. 
Like, you, you, you seriously need a plan. You do always need a plan. Absolutely. And I think, I don't know about you, Jay, but, like, for me, one of the hardest things coming out of those bad relationships was, like, the embarrassment that you just carry with you. Like, because you feel, you take everything so personal. You feel stupid. You feel, you feel so dumb. stupid. I cut my friends off. I cut my parents off <laughs> defending you and then. For what? For yeah. what? Mm-hmm. For what? seriously it's embarrassing it's like another failed relationship gina's single again well you know what does anyone ask anyone are you happy right that's the thing you're single why are you still single because i'm fucking what about am i happy exactly because that's what what about how are you feeling today mentally what about how are you feeling today physically right yeah how about that that's more important and your marital status does not matter it doesn't matter it doesn't determine or who you are no No, none of it it changes nothing i tell people the same thing when my mom and i've had this conversation because we feel differently about like uh like being promiscuous like being open sexually and Mm -hmm. i'm just like it it doesn't fucking matter like whether i sleep with a thousand people or sleep with two people my character doesn't change i don't treat people any differently do you know what i mean like there's so many things that we put pressure on and put weight on that truly don't matter and i wish at 13 i would have known <laughs> you yeah. know that yeah. so many of these things different matter. it might have changed the way i walked my path so that's what i hope for women like younger girls definitely like put that shit on the back burner yeah Do you know, you'll find the person mm-hmm. you'll fall in love yeah you will and and you don't you really don't need to have yourself self-connected to another human being that young and just it be so unhealthy. Yeah. There's so many men and women. It's not just one way. It's not just the man. No. Right. You know what I mean? So there's just so many It's all the people who don't want to work on their trauma. Yes. (laughs) Well, maybe they don't know how. Or know how to. That's fair too. A lot of times you find that it's all about that education. You know what I mean? hundred percent. Yeah. And you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. I mean, did you watch it? I mean, you watched, you lived. Now, on the other hand, you, you grew up in a healthy in a healthy family the communication was good Mm -hmm. there wasn't screaming and yelling and beating and drinking and things being thrown against the wall Mm -hmm. but look at the dynamic you still struggled with your self-worth of like what to accept you know and that's what i think is so interesting is like the things that we have in common and like we did i mean i don't know anything about your parents marriage but i know your parents so i don't we don't mean to make assumptions about the way you grew up but um, no, but you're right. Yeah, I I just find it I find yeah. it very interesting, and it just goes to show. But I'm a believer in like we're all just kind of put here to like I believe in like old souls and reincarnation. So like we're working on shit from years and years ago. Do you know what I mean? And yeah, and the things that I'm living through now are just the triggers. Do you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. I'm finally healing them, and I've talked about that before with my ex. Like he helped me heal all the shit that happened to me in my childhood. I didn't realize that all that stuff was still raw, mm-hmm. and then he woke it up. So like. There was so much in me that had to come out. Yeah. <laughs> to make me better. Wow. <laughs> I know. That's interesting. I know. That's the way I feel anyway. And yeah. and like you said, like I can't imagine staying in some of those relationships and dating is hard. I'm so happy you've gotten yourself to a place where you're just like Like I'm doing me and that's it. Absolutely. And I don't care about any of that. No. I'm just finally at a good place. Like, I'm worried about my mental health, my physical health. The important things. The important Focus things. on your career. Career. Which is new and exciting. Family and friends. Yes. Staying connected, you know? Gratitude. Yeah. So are you dating at all right now? Literally, dry spell, nothing. <laughs> okay, it's not that you're not open to dating. You're just not physically looking for anything. Oh, no, I'm not open. Oh, you're not even open to dating? No, I so told myself I'm not okay. dating for this whole year. Okay, so I've you're going to give yourself enough. a year okay. off. Yes. So the year of 2022. Correct. You're not dating. What if no. you're, like, out somewhere and you really, like, strike the match? Like, you really... I don't have time. I don't have any more time to waste. Okay. So I don't care if you're the hottest guy out there. I don't care how much money you have. I want to be alone for a year. Okay. It's just been too much, too quick, going from boop to boop to boop, and... I just have, I know how much I have to offer someone and I'm not willing to offer anyone anything right now because I want to be selfish. Give it all to yourself. And that's yeah. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Take and, yourself and it, to and dinner it feels good and to be alone. pamper yourself. It does. it does feel good. It does feel good. But I do wonder because I've been alone so long. That you. Am I ever going to be, be open okay? to another like, person? That's my Can I really fear. sleep in bed with someone else again? <laughs> like yeah. that's my spot. It's my space. Like 
will I be able to do yeah. that? Yeah. You know That's what a I good mean? point. I know. I guess it depends on how good he smells. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Woo! Yeah. Yeah, and if you don't have to tell him to brush his teeth. Yeah. We now know the bar is very fucking low when we're reminding them. Oh, wow. <laughs> Never <Yeah>. forget. <laughs> So this was so fun, Gina, and I'm really glad yes. that you came. I'm so happy. And me too. Um, I love, we've had a couple guests on What's Up Ladies. Wait, real quick, I want to say, so you're our first guest on this podcast, period. Yay. But you're also the first guest I've had to come on either podcast who hasn't drank, smoked, like nothing to cure the nerves. No. Because you are on a health journey. I'm on a health journey. So you're going a month clean from substances, right? Yes. No alcohol. Okay. That's awesome. So she came on here with no, well, you probably had nerves. I don't know, but I had a little bit of nerves. You worked through it organically. I just chugged some H two O and <laughs> hoped for the best. <laughs> and we got through it. I'm we not, got I don't think it. that I'm done though. I mean, I know that we're done for tonight, but I really need to talk to you again because I have so many questions. Oh my god! Okay. Well, then she definitely and has to come back. I do want. To I want know. you to come back with Gail too. Oh, not that yes. I don't want you here alone. No, that would be. I yes. do want you here alone Hilarious. again. But I think having Gail and having the four of us that would be so adorable. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, but I don't know if I'm going to feel good about leaving Paul out because I had so much fun with him um, at the Gina's wedding. Dad, oh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he is really so fun. So I might be like, yo, Gail, bring your man. Yeah. yeah. Maybe yeah, Paul will have to do an episode. Who knows? Oh you never God. know. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, you'll definitely have to come back. It was so yes. fun. I'm so yes. glad. Well, I want to see you back. Yeah. Because I want to talk about how, like, even within, like, a few months, because I want to talk yeah. about how you did with your dry month, but I also want to see how you are really in with your dry year. Yeah. We'll have to definitely, dry we'll have to do year. like, dry year. we're going to do like a six, we're going to no do like a six intended. month check-in <laughs> six to, to see where you went like yeah. health-wise, yes. like what's going on. Yeah. And then yeah. we'll do like an 18 month yes. check-in because mm-hmm. we got to give you the extra time yes. out of the year of like being single to see what happens yeah. when you open yourself back up. Mm-hmm. Dry spell for a year. I'm like, ready. And she meant, I'm like, excited. Open. You know what I mean? Open. When like, your flower yeah. opens. And <laughs> the flower's not opening. And you're welcoming new pollinators. Is that a thing? That's pollinators? Great. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> Before we wrap up, Jay, is there anything you want to promote? Well, you're not promoting yourself because we're not dating, so don't even fucking try it, man. We're not doing it. Oh, she pretty, though. <laughs> and healthy as fuck. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I just want to say, I just thought of this. Um, so, I have really bad anxiety. Okay. And you can relate. I absolutely can. And the biggest thing that's helped me is taking vitamins. Okay. I'm obsessed I agree. with vitamins. I'm all about it. I've seen a huge difference in the way I get through the day. I'm not as moody. I don't lash out. Okay. I'm calmer. So I'm more relaxed. What vitamins are you taking that help manage your anxiety and stuff? So I take a lot, but Me too. <laughs> some that pop out is I take ashwagandha. Okay. Um, so you mean supplements. So you're not taking like a vitamin B, a multivitamin. A little bit of both. Okay. So I take ashwagandha, and that's, you can take it in a pill form or a vitamin or a gummy. They sell it at Target. That helps calm your body, release tension, helps with anxiety. I take two in the morning for work, two at night to decompress. I also take Althenon. That's a... I've never heard of that either. I'll show you. It's from Amazon. Okay. That helps calm your mind, help with anxiety. Just have, like, clear thoughts because I have, like, constant racing thoughts, yes. racing thoughts. It's, like, just chill. You're always on a hundred. Yeah. Can I please have a minute of silence yes. up there? Yes. Do you do yoga? I do. I do okay. hot yoga. Okay. That's I was gonna say, amazing. Yoga has definitely changed my life. That it's helps so me peaceful. manage. Yoga and meditation help me manage a lot of my anxiety yeah. and stress. And, like, I, I notice even when I, like, fall out of the regiment, like, yeah. The effects are quick. I'm like, oh, this is why you feel shitty. Absolutely. And just doing things for yourself, like, and just being appreciative. Like, I used to wake up in the morning like, I can't believe I have to be stuck in traffic today. Like, yeah. poor me. I'm so lucky to get have a job to go to. How about, yes. I'm so lucky I get to have a car mm-hmm. to drive to this job that I've been dreaming about my whole life. Completely. 
Or I can't wait to wake up tomorrow and make my favorite coffee. Mm -hmm. Just like appreciate the little things. Change your narrative. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's about changing your perspective and trying to find ways to deal with your anxiety. I love that. It's hard to be sad when you're thinking happy thoughts. Yes. (laughs) We talked about this the other day. Yeah. Yeah. We talked. I'm like, if you are approaching everything with a negative mindset, then of course you're going to absorb and assume that everyone else is too. Yeah. But if you're looking at everything like it's yes. beautiful and amazing, then everything's going to reflect back at you beautiful and amazing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? hundred percent. And of course, yes, you're going to have people who don't fucking hold the door and don't say thank you, of but course. it's not going to bother you. No. Like if you're finding that, you know, traffic are getting to you and you're getting worked up, like you need to reset. you got some stuff yeah. going on because you don't actually care if you're sitting at a red light. Something else is bothering yeah. you. Well, then I need to reset. You need to reset. Coming down this road <laughs> in the afternoon. Yeah. My time of the day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, no one can go over five, ten miles an hour. Uh, that can be frustrating. I understand. And, and you don't have a radio. I so. don't have a radio. Oh, no. <laughs> and I'm on this good driving with my insurance. So company, she can't touch her so phone. I don't touch my phone. Oh my goodness. Yeah. It's a I'm, silent, like contemplative. Oh. So all I have is what's going on. And I feel like and I and I feel following like, up this drama, I want everyone to know that the ride is twelve minutes, even yeah. at the most traffic. <laughs> even at the highest point of traffic, it's a twelve minute drive from the train station to our house. Oh my and god. And it feels like it's a bus that just ran right over me. It is a 12-minute drive, but I feel like I'm clenching my teeth during it. I get home. I get upset. I'm like, this lady sat through the red light. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. We've all been there. I'm always getting up to someone who can barely see over the steering wheel, and I'm Mm. like, it's 45 miles an hour. It is only a 12-minute drive without... That. So now you know when you get off the train and you get in your car, you have to go. I'm so lucky that I only have a 12 minute drive. Yes, home. I am. Even if it's gonna take me 40 minutes, even if it's slow <laughs> as fuck. Yes, even if I have to drive it doing five miles an hour. <laughs> oh but my god! To say prior to being here in New Jersey, yeah. it was probably a 30. Oh yeah, it was. Ride. You were on 95 because ah. I was driving to to and from Center City ah, every day. No. Yeah, that's totally different. So now I get to drive five miles down the road, jump on a train, let the conductor do the. Work. <laughs> still get a little bit of exercise walking up the steps exactly you know oh my gosh on the way home it's a nightmare of 12 minutes the 12 minute fucking <laughs> rush i was trying to elaborate my story to make these i know how you are i was sitting in traffic for the same way you told hours. me my whole fucking life that you were walking to school miles in the snow <laughs> and then it finally occurred to me one day i'm like you grew up in fucking florida like what snow were you oh, walking in my god yeah i didn't live that one down I'm done. Because then she was telling a story, and she's like, I didn't even see snow for the first time until I was, like, 14, the first time I came up north. And I'm like, <gasps> wait a minute. You were walking miles in snow. And I'm like, yeah. I'm the dumbass who didn't yeah. put two and two together of you growing up in Naples, Florida. And so, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm so, so happy. Lost. I'm happy. <laughs> so yeah, you are, like, a lot. I'm happy the vitamins are working. Yes. I'm happy all the shit's working. You look great. Thank you. seem you. like you feel great. I do. I'm glad. I this reset. I'm happy for both of us because we, um, right on brand, we seem to be moving in kind of a similar yes. direction and kind of done with the bullshit, the, the nonsense, mm-hmm. which I love for both of us. Yeah. So you'll definitely be back. Yay. We'll try I to bring wait. Gail on. That yeah. would be so fun. <laughs> Anybody got anything else? I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> Friday this was night, so right? fun. It's Friday night. It was so fun. Thanks so much Thanks for, for listening, guys. Me. Great we'll, to have you. We'll talk to you again soon. Love you. Bye. XO. <laughs>